You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you hear do not represent the views of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, my name is Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. And you're listening to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. For all the beautiful entrepreneurs out there, this is for you. Hey, 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 good morning, Las Vegas. Hey, Mr. Ricketts, how are you? I am good, and yourself? I am amazing. Thank you for asking. Hi, my name is Leah Crawford, host of the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. Um, but Rhonda, uh, please send her some peace, love, and blessings as she is not here with us this morning. But I have a special guest in the studio. I, I said hey to him before I introduced him. But today I have Mr. David Ricketts here with me. We're going to talk about juicing. Juicing. So if you ever wanted to do something different, try something different, um, a way to correct your diet, Juicing. Juicing is the way it goes. So good morning, Mr. Ricketts. How are you? Good morning. I am good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me back on. Yeah. You want to know what? Because you left me last time I was sitting here. I was like, he said I can't eat nothing. <laughs> He's he, you. You. I could. I was like, I can't eat the, the, the shrimp and the crab legs no. and the other good stuff and the seasoning and the <laughs> just the stuff. And after I do it, I got to drink all the juice for a couple of days in mm-hmm. order to clean my system out. Yep. So tell me, I mean, I know you, 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 you do the juice in business. Yes. You deliver. And when I tell you it is absolutely amazing. What made you start this business? Well, just like with uh, a lot of people that get into a started health journeys because of sickness and my own sickness I was dealing with pancreatitis and um, so I started juicing myself over about 15 years ago or so and within the last six or seven years I had a friend he saw that I was juicing online and asked me if I could start juicing for him and I started uh, started a business just off, just off of that and with the pandemic once that hit that's when the business really took off because everyone obviously was paranoid about getting sick and just trying to keep their immune system up and lymphatic system moving. So business really took off due to the pandemic. Business really took off. And you have different types of juices. Yes, yes. We have um, uh, we have the basic fruit and vegetable mixes. We have citrus juices. We have the most popular, actually, is the two most popular, is the one I have right in front, in front of me, which is beet down, which is beets, That's pineapple, yep, orange, um, I would say the grapes is actually the one that's taken off really in the past year. It's just red grapes and blueberries. That's it. Red grapes and blueberries. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much information online about people, quote unquote, healing or curing themselves just doing a grape diet, just eating grapes. So I know myself, I can't eat just grapes all day. I, I, I can't yeah. either. But I, I, can't drink, I could drink the juice, though, all day. But you can drink the juice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. So healing journey. Is how do people get in contact? Okay, first, so first of all, is there, do you have packages? Yes, we do. We have uh, packages start from a three day um, time frame going all the way up to a 30 day time frame. All right, so if I'm doing a three day, through a three day, do I juice all day? So it depends on what your goal is. If you were trying to recover from something, 
Um, sometimes people just get a uh, just get sick. Let's just say just common quote unquote cold or flu. Yeah, just go ahead and you, even if you just do a regular fast for a few days, that'll get everything to start clearing out of your system. It'll get your lymphatic system moving. Your immune system will be built up because all of your body's energy reserves are being uh, redirected towards getting everything out of your body. So when people say that when we say the word detox, detox is is the manifestation of what we call a cold or a flu or a flu. So when you get a sore throat, runny nose, you're sick. That's your body detox, and that's all that a detox is: is getting the stuff out that does not need to be there. Got it. So when you are sneezing and coughing and nose running, it's your body just excreting everything mm-hmm. that doesn't belong. In. Yep, it's going right. to come out either through your mouth, your nose, your tail mm-hmm. end, your skin. Your skin, a lot of times when people get rashes, um, remember your skin is your third kidney. So if, if your body can't flush something out through your kidneys or through your lymph nodes, it will come out through your skin. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people aren't aware of that. Okay. So when you get rashes and stuff like that, your body is just detoxing. Mm-hmm. So take care of the rash and just let it, let it go. Absolutely. Let it come out. Yep. Let it come out. Yep. Okay. Because I know when I, um, because I personally, I'm three juices a day and mm-hmm. I just, that's just my everyday routine. Now. Yeah. And what I can tell you is I can tell when I do and I can tell when I don't. Mm-hmm. Like the days that I don't do it, yeah. I'm like, hmm, I'm not going I'm not going to the restroom as much. Oh, yeah. But days that I do do it, mm-hmm. um, especially with the beat down, yeah. when I got, I was like, what in the world <laughs> <laughs> is this? Yeah. But it was a, it's, but it's a good feeling. I have more mm-hmm. energy. Yes. When I'm doing it regularly. Mm-hmm. And I actually look forward to seeing you weekly that's right okay so what that's i love right. about this guys is that you can talk to david about what it is that's going on with you it doesn't take place if you go going to your primary mm-hmm. physician no going to the doctor but it can supplement whatever else is going whatever else you're doing absolutely. now can you use this juice well if, if you can just juice all day you can use this in replace of a meal absolutely yes yes you can so just like you said you're doing three three juices a day right and eating maybe one or two meals a day. Eating one or two meals yeah. a day. So traditionally, I'll, I will do three, at least three bottles a day, and I'll just usually eat at dinner. Um, but if I'm really trying to, if I have a goal specific, I'm going to drink five to eight bottles of juice a day, and that's it. Well, we did that. Yeah. I did that. I did the seven a day mm-hmm. for, I think we did it for 10 days. Yeah. I was hangry yeah. the first four. <laughs> first couple of days, yeah. First couple of four, yeah. hangry. And but by the fourth or by the fifth, fourth or fifth day, smooth sailing. It was smooth sailing. That's As right. a matter of fact, it was hard for me to transition back into food. Yeah, that's true. I had yeah. to tr- transition slowly. Yeah, back to eating mm-hmm. food. Um, and it just tasted different. That's true. Yeah. It tasted different. Your taste buds get reset. Um, your body is just—it's getting natural. It's getting food because think about what most of us eat. The standard American diet, sad, is nothing more than processed stuff. If you look at the exports that we have for food, they pale in comparison to exports of other countries. For instance, we can't export a lot of our foods to other countries. They won't accept it because they know it's processed. So think about that all in and itself. If you've been to other countries, if you take a, taste a Coca-Cola or a Sprite here in the U.S., it tastes different than down in Mexico or in Japan because we put other things in it that other countries don't. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, but it always tastes a little bit different. It does always taste mm-hmm. a little bit different. Yep. It tastes a little, and, and because our taste buds are accustomed to this. To the crap. That's mm, what it is. We. Mm. Yep. All right, so if I were to... If I were to just start eating differently, mm-hmm. 
eating differently. So instead of, I mean, but everything seems to be processed. Yeah, for the most part. If you go through your average grocery store, most of the stuff is going to be processed. Um, obviously, except for a majority of the stuff in the produce aisles. Um, but that's because, of, think, think about this. Think about our grandparents. Go back 50, 60 years ago. They had a milkman who was delivering fresh milk to the house. And yeah. he had to come here like every two days. Yes, yeah, because they weren't they weren't putting the same preservative preservatives and additives in the stuff that we have today. So they want the stuff to last on the grocery shelves longer so that, and also when you take it home, you can store it. It's going to last longer. Right, because you, so you, you don't know how long that stuff has been on the, exactly. on the shelf yeah. when you go in and, and you pick it up. And if you're looking at meats, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen the videos about the um, the meat glue, how they'll take different pieces of meat and glue it together into a filet mignon steak or into a T-bone. And it's, we think it's all one piece of meat, but it's not. It's multiple pieces of meat put together. We don't know how long this one is, was, was aged, this one was aged, but they're gluing all those pieces together and we're taking it home. So, and my steak was good. I don't stop talking about my steak. See, every time I bring you on, I got to go home and look in my refrigerator. I just be like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow, never really never really thought about we it. We don't so, give we don't give it that much thought, so. We don't give it that much thought. So, would you recommend like I know I have friends that actually they order they they go and order to go to the farm and get a cow. Mm-hmm. And they and the, the I guess the butcher, well, whoever the farmer chops up the cow. Yep. And they that's how they get their meat. Yeah. And is, I guess is that a better a lot better? Yeah. If you're going to eat meat, that would be the best way. That would be the best way. My my family members, some of the ones that are still in Jamaica that have their farms and they got goats. They'll straight from the farm to your plate. Farm to table. Yeah. Farm to table. Yep. And I guess you never really think about just when you go to the grocery store, mm-hmm. just how long has this stuff really, I mean, yeah. how long has this stuff really been? And on here? top of that, let's let's take it another step further. Is it real meat? We See. have the impossible meat already, which we're aware of, but I guarantee you they've been feeding us hybrid meat for probably the past 10 years. Just sneaking it in little by little. I guarantee you that. Okay, so we don't have no proof for that. Okay, we're just going <laughs> to leave that alone because, again, but but really looking at your diet, looking mm-hmm. at what you're eating, and being conscious about what you put in your body. Yep. Being conscious about what. So what would you recommend as I'm just starting, I don't know a lot about this, but I know mm-hmm. that I need to do something different. Yeah. What would you suggest as a way to start? It, well, if you're not dealing with anything, any disease or uh, something that your doctor has diagnosed you with that you have to take immediate action to, then just start off little by little. Uh, I, I know a lot of times if people try to make a dramatic change, they won't stick with it. We all remember that saying from years ago, an apple a day will keep the doctor away. You're right. That is so true. Just start off with that. Just eat one app. Start off eating one apple a day. You'll notice a few things start to change with your body. You'll probably, you might start breaking out a little bit more. Okay. And your phase two acne is a form of detoxing. People understand that. That's why. Is that what it is when teenagers are having acne? Uh, it's hormone. That's more hormonal. Hormones, yeah. hormonal. Yeah, just like when a woman's pregnant as well. Same thing. More okay. Hormonal. Yeah. But when they get um, okay. So when so when you notice bumps and stuff mm-hmm. coming up, popping yep. up, yep. it's your body detoxing. Yeah. And, and you have to let it go through the process. Just go through it. Go through, go through it. I've had so many people stop juicing or going through a regular any detox because oh i'm breaking out i'm breaking out it's it's part of it i'm not going to stop it and pull back then have to try to restart it again later just go and burn through it as fast as possible it might only be a couple days might be a week but 
I'd rather that than. Uh, but it's coming out. It's coming out. It's Get coming it out. out. It's coming out. Yeah. All right. So how can someone um, contact you? They can contact me. Uh, most most people have Instagram. On Instagram, you can find our page and our menus and videos that we have. It's Picture Perfect Juice on Instagram. Picture mm-hmm. Perfect Juice. juice. Picture you, Perfect Juice on Instagram. Yep. And same thing on Facebook as well. You on TikTok? No, not yet, not yet. Okay, so just yeah. okay, so Facebook the same way. Yep. And then if send the, you a message yep. there. They can send a message there or we have a um, a business phone number you could text on which is 702-419-4813. Okay, again, say that again. 702-419-4813. And do you deliver the juices fresh? So yes, we okay. Do. Let's so, talk about that. So, what's the longest period? Say, if you were coming to make a delivery, mm-hmm. um, what's the longest period someone could get juices for? So, the for one delivery would be five, maybe seven days. So five to if, seven if days. It's, really, if it's more than five days, I like to split it up into two deliveries. I want to make sure it's as fresh as possible. Because there is a difference. Yeah, there is absolutely. There is a difference, and I've seen one hundred percent. I can yep. tell the ones that I got just fresh and the yep. ones that I had there from last week. Uh-huh. I can tell the yes. difference. Yeah. So. Do you make these every day? Make make these every day. We make them fresh to order. So if you were to contact me today and you said you want the delivery tomorrow, we're going to make that juice first thing tomorrow morning. Mm. So don't think that we have the juices just sitting around for three, four, five days and you call, we're going to deliver that old. No, everything's made to order specifically just for you. Because some people may want sea moss added into their juice. They mm. might want some certain herbs added into their juice. So everything is made specifically just for you. Specifically, just for yep. you. Wow. Yep. Wow. But that's not your only business, though. This is just one of the businesses. Absolutely. Yep. Let's talk about your other business too. Let's 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 knock both because we're gonna talk okay. about both of them again. Okay. Because I know you are retired fireman. Yep. Former Reti- fireman in the Navy, former. and I've been. Thank a you for partner. your service. Thank you. I've been a partner, community partner with Clark County Fire Department since 2015. Uh, so what I have is a fire safety business. It's called LV Fires. And I'm a fire safety consultant. Um, I've taken some of the knowledge that I've had as a former fireman, but added on more. And I said retired. I apologize. Former fireman. Yeah. Okay, former fireman. Okay, <laughs> yeah. got it. It's two different things. <laughs> two different things. But uh, I've gone. I've been down to Texas A&M for my training uh, with certain fire marshals down in Texas um, for the education standpoint. Because I understand this as a fireman. A lot of people think that firemen were experts in all aspects when it comes to home fires or fires in general. But people don't understand that for the most part in fire school, we're doing training on how to operate the hoses, uh, maybe the trucks, but more EMT work mm. on how to save lives. Mm. So with with what I do, I work on the preventative end of home fires, to help you reduce your chances of ever having a home fire. All right. So what what tips would you give someone? I own a home. I live mm-hmm. in a home apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm renting an apartment. Okay. What are the things that I need to have in my home or my apartment? In, in my apartment great question so obviously the most important thing are smoke alarms and we're in that season of the year right now just started this is actually fire prevention week if you're not aware oh well um, happy fire prevention week absolutely. okay so we're right how about that we're perfect right, timing perfect timing perfect yep. timing go ahead yep so make sure you have your smoke alarms and obviously make sure you change the batteries which is a big thing when you change your clocks forward and back change the batteries I know a lot of people have the new smoke newer smoke alarms that have a 10 year battery you should properly test them. 
A lot of people don't know how to test a smoke alarm. How do you test the smoke alarm? Great question. Depending on the manufacturer, you can do a few things. Not just pressing the test button. That that's only tests the battery. Okay. You, I, I tell, every time you come on here, you call me out. Yeah, you know, because that's what I do. I just, I, I, okay, it worked. Uh, we press the button. Uh, you could do some manufacturers. I believe First Alert is maybe the only one. You could take a flashlight, wave it back and forth over your smoke alarm, and see if it goes off. What the purpose of doing that is to give it a false alarm to see if it sees the smoke. I don't well, do that test like, anymore. Well, if you like me, you can't cook it, go off regularly. There you go, yeah. <laughs> so I know it works. <laughs> go ahead. And another, another big thing that you want to make sure you have in the house are fire extinguishers. You should have at least two. One for the master bedroom, which is the most important because most people that die in a, in a home fire, those fires are, are at night between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. when we're sleeping. Second most important extinguisher should be in the bed or in the uh, kitchen, kitchen, not underneath the sink. Why? Because That's what happens? It gets you... pushed further and further back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it gets pushed. Okay, so again, you gonna stop talking about uh-huh. me because mine yep. is under the sink. Yep. So you should it be like on on, on the side of, on the side of a cabinet? Yeah, it could be there. Just make sure you should have it out. That's where you should have it. Because let's say if you're in the bathroom or in the back room and you got a, a friend or a, a, just a guest in the house and the fire breaks out, they may not know where it's at. To think about it, when you go to a restaurant, you can look around, you're going to see a fire extinguisher out. They're not hidden. They're going to be in, either in the glass box or just out somewhere. They need visible. to come up with prettier um, with prettier thing, attach, attachments or something to make them pretty <laughs> so, they, they, so they fit with the decor of the house. We, we, have, we have different types of extinguishers. We have the standard or the traditional red ones we have metallic ones there's special order ones you can get black ones so you can get those but something else that has been taken off uh in terms of popularity over the past three years and i have to say because of our company here in vegas are fire blankets oh let's talk about a, so a fire now what is a fire how first of all what is a fire blanket so a fire blanket is it's a blanket just like it sounds like it's made out of fiberglass ours it comes in a little red pouch or a white pouch Put it on the hook on the fridge or maybe in the pantry. If there's a fire in your stove, let's say this. Let's say you're using a fire extinguisher on the stove. That power from the extinguisher can push the grease out, hit the backsplash, and spread the fire. Let's say if it still puts it out. Now you still have all that powder everywhere that you're breathing in. It's settling down everywhere in the kitchen. You have to clean it up. But with a fire blanket, you pull that blanket out. It's a big three-by-three-foot blanket. That was, my next, shield. that was my next question. How big yep. is it? Three-by-three feet. Lay it right over the stove over the appliance, whatever's on fire, let it cool down. That's it. There's nothing to clean up. So much easier to use. A three by three blanket. So mm-hmm. purchasing, how, so I guess, how will we get in contact? Same number to contact you? Same number. We are, you can go to our website to get more safety information, which is LVFires, with an S, dot com. LVFires.com. If you, if you go to the website LVFires.com and take the fire safety survey, you can actually get a fire blanket for free. Really? Free. So LVFires.com. That's LVFires.com. It. Take yep. the survey so you can get your fire blanket. And you, now, do you, is there like, because do you put it on like a hook yep. on the side of the refrigerator? Yep. We, we give you a hook as well that you can put on the side of the fridge or on the wall somewhere. But also, when we come deliver out your fire blanket, if you'd like, we offer free in-home fire safety evaluations. And it doesn't matter. So if you're in an apartment, condo, matter. townhouse, home. It does not matter. We want to make sure that you know what to do if you have a fire, how to get out if you have a fire, where to meet at if you have a fire. But above all, we want to help you reduce your risks and chance of having a fire. 
And this right here in my hand tends to be one of the okay, biggest things that I see. Nobody can see you. Nobody can I'm see you. I'm holding up my cell phone. Yes, he is. When I do these home safety evaluations, I would say that is the biggest issue that I see in most homes is that people sleep with their cell phones plugged in. Why Again, you you're going to stop talking about me because I sleep with it plugged in right next to my bed. Yes, most I of do. us do. Right. Now, if you ask your cell phone carrier, they will tell you themselves, not me. They will tell you once your cell phone hits 100%, you should unplug Plug it. it. But not just that. Unplug the block from the wall. Most people have at least, I think the average that I've seen is, I think, three blocks per house that are plugged in 24-7. You're going to stop talking about me. Uh-huh. You're going to stop saying, yeah, because yep. we have all we have all of our blocks plugged in, so all, all you got to do all the time. All the time. All the time. So you're saying is best practices is when you charge up your phone, uh-huh. after your phone is charged at 100%, unplug the not only unplug the phone, but mm-hmm. um, take the cord out of the wall. Absolutely. How about for lamps, televisions, and all those other things that you have plugged into the wall? Great question. So the only time that it's recommended to turn or unplug things like your media center, like your TV, cable boxes, if you're going out of town. Um, like th- certain things like Alexas or lamps and stuff like that. Can they start a fire? Yeah. But bigger things are, are things like this here on your countertop. What's on your countertop that's plugged in? Probably a coffee maker, toaster. New wave, microwave. things like that. My, maybe even microwave as well. Um, just unplug those smaller appliances once you're done using them. Keurig, a lot of people aren't even aware of this, but Keurig has recalled over 8 million of their units for starting fires while they were plugged in but turned off. Think about that. So you plugged in and turned, but uh, you want to know what someone else told me that. They said that, um, this was some years ago, mm-hmm. that leaving your appliances and everything and plugged in, even though they're turned off, you're using the same amount of energy. Yep, you're still running power. You're still running power. Still so running if you power. truly wanted to cut your power bill, unplug them, unplug them, mm-hmm. um, unplug all of them. I mean, like you can't unplug the oven because you no. can't do that. Yeah. And I guess ovens are a little bit safer. Yeah. Because of the technology. Ovens, fridges. Ovens, refrigerators, washer, dryer. But the other appliances, like if you electric toothbrush, things like that. Water picks. Water picks. Once they're charged up. Curling irons. I see a lot of curling irons. Men's shavers. I'm talking about the men's. Okay, I was getting ready to say, will you stop talking about me Some people leave all those things plugged in just all the time. We have to unplug them. Okay, so you're saying best practices is unplug them. Absolutely. And then just plug them up when you 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 use them. them. And then when you're done using them, unplug them. That's it. Just that simple. Just that simple. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Just that simple. And let me give you something else um, that I see a lot of. It's, It's a growing trend. Most of us know someone that has a Tesla, has a hybrid, or an EV. Oh, yes. You can go to Google, go to YouTube, and look up these fires that are starting with these electric cars. They are a big issue for fire departments throughout the world on how to not just put out, but how to keep those fires out once they start. They reignite sometimes multiple times. So we have to be careful. I believe it was Tesla. I believe it was Tesla that put out a warning within the last year said to be cautious of parking your Tesla in your garage. Because if it does start a fire, especially while you're charging it, which you shouldn't charge those while you're sleeping as well, um, your house is basically going to be gone because that those fires are so difficult to put out. They have to put so much more water on those types of fires than a regular gas automobile. It's hmm. something called runaway charge that happens with the batteries. They're basically just giant cell phone batteries that are running those cars. That's what it is. Huh. So you just want to be aware. Not mm-hmm. saying not to drive. 
No. You just want to be aware. Mm-hmm. And That's just be it. aware. Because it's not all of them. Yeah. But there could be some... Defi- right. Mm-hmm. But you just need to be aware. All the huh. time. Yep. Right. Now, is there any way that we can look... Is there... Does the fire department... And I, I know you can't speak for the fire department, but do they like put out any report to say the number of fires in the valley for this month the yes. types of fires well you there's an app i have it on my phone it's called pulse point p-u-l-s-e-p-o-i-n-t pulse point download that on your cell phone you can pull up every uh, fire department from north las vegas city of las vegas henderson and clark county and you can see all the times that they respond to fires car accidents medical emergencies anything okay but here, understand this nationwide. We have about four thousand fires every day nationwide. Every day. Every day. Every day. That's an average. An average of seven, seven people, seven Americans die in home fires every day. Every day, and an average of fifty people end up in a burn unit every day. So the biggest misconception that people have about home fires is that it won't happen to them. People think that they're prepared for fire, and the biggest thing, and this is the thing that I did not learn as a fireman, is that we believe that our smoke alarms will always go off in time for the thing that you actually said. When you cook, what happens? It goes off. It goes off. There's a different type of smoke between burning food and burning furniture. Two totally different types of smoke. Okay, so what is the smoke from burning furniture? It, think about it. Our furniture that we have today is different than the furniture that we had 30, 40 years ago. Okay. Everything today, for the most part, is synthetic. It burns differently, produces a different type of smoke. So, unfortunately, we're more likely to die in a home fire today than we were back in the 80s. All this information does not come from me. It comes from the experts, NFPA, insurance companies, the big guys. So, reason being is because we don't have as much time to get out of the house because of how fast our house is burned and our furniture is burned today versus 30 years ago. So, now, this is why it's so important to practice fire drills and have an escape plan. Because back then, you had 14 to 15 minutes, really, to get out of house fire. Now, you have two to three minutes. So, so you... Uh, and if y'all know, like, if y'all move like I move, <laughs> but not even I that, just need two minutes. I'm just gonna take me two minutes to wake up. Right. <laughs> but I, think about that. Let's say your smoke alarms do wake you up. Let's say if you have kids in the house. Let's say you have pets in the house. You have a spouse. You have to think about every trying to get everybody out of the house. You have panic. You're inhaling smoke. You don't have as much oxygen going to your brain. And There's then so a lot of things. us, because we have all these locks and stuff on the doors, mm-hmm. you got a double lock here, yep. triple lock there. Yep. The gate got a key that you got to go find in order to open up the gate to get in because Absolutely. you're trying to be safe. Yeah. But then are you really safe? Because if it's a fire, you safe, you, you're safe from the burglar, but are you safe from fires? From fires. Now, ADT, this was pre-pandemic, or actually right when the pandemic started, about 2020. The last time I saw the stat, according to ADT, which most people have, ADT or Vivint, some kind of security Sometimes company. Some company. We only lose about 100 Americans in home invasions every year. But we lose so upwards of 3,000 people in home fires every so year. So we protected ourselves from the wrong thing? Yes. Okay, got it. Yep. Got it. Okay. All right. All most right, of don't... the time when someone breaks into the house, they're not looking to kill you. They're looking to get something to, to you know, steal. But if someone does come into your house, about 100, I'd say now it's gone up to about 300 people post-pandemic per year but still 300 versus almost 3,000 got it yeah got it so I'm locking the doors putting on the alarm (laughs) and all this other stuff and I'm I'm protecting myself you're still doing the right thing still doing the right thing but I guess how do we become you know I guess more educated because times are changing yes they are and times are changing again with cell phones Mm -hmm. you know who knew because I do I sleep Mm-hmm. With the phone charged because I because I fall asleep on well fall know, asleep probably on the phone I'm like you want to know what I, I see people where the kids adults they fall asleep with their iPads or cell phones laptops Kindles sometimes on the bed that is actually the worst place to have any electronic device because it's heating up 
So when you're charging it, don't have it on the bed or on the couch. You want to have it on, a on something the, something so, cooler, solid, yep. something solid, something yep. cooler Absolutely. for it to charge. Yep. And then you also want to watch the temperature of your cell phone. That's another thing. But also check the block, too. When you pull it out, sometimes that's hot. And it needs to be pulled out because yes. it needs to cool off. Now here's a, let's touch on this. When it comes to cell phone chargers, if you have a Android. Yes. Okay, so your Android, just like mine, if you lose your charger, where do you go to get a replacement? Where do I go? Uh-huh. I go back to the, um, the, the, um, the, um, the mobile store. Okay, good. Most people go to Amazon. They're going to get a compatible charger. No, no, no. no, 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 no or they're going to no, go no. to the checkout line at Walgreens to get a compatible charger. And those are the ones that are pushing too much power through the cell phone too fast, and you're gonna have an issue. Oh no, no, no! I go so I go right back to the AT and T. Good. Well, I'm, See, I'm sorry. you're doing I, something right. I, oh, See, I'm doing, you're yes, doing something I'm doing right. Something right. Doing something right. <laughs> so, y'all, I hope this information was helpful to you. Um, I'm Leah Crawford. This is the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. We are out of time, and it was just getting good again. David, mm-hmm. we're going to have to bring you back on here Absolutely. so we can talk about this, especially with the holiday season coming up. Yes. The things that we need to know around those Christmas trees. Oh, yeah. Until next week, peace and blessings to all of you. Um, have an amazing Saturday and enjoy the weather. Thank you. Bye.